You're listening to the Chasing Simple Podcast, episode 36, and I'm your host, Amanda Warfield. Welcome, sweet friend. If you're new around here, I'm so glad that you found this little corner of the internet. I hope you'll stick around. And if you've been around for a while, I just want you to know how grateful I am for you. In this episode, I'm sharing what will most definitely be an unpopular and controversial opinion, but it's an important one. You see, there's a lot of marketing out there that pushes the idea that you need to invest a ton of money in your business in order to be worthy of success. That if you aren't willing to, quote, put your money where your mouth is, that it isn't going to happen for you. Or that throwing money at your business is a sign to the universe that you're willing to do whatever it takes to make it work. And I'm not saying that there isn't some truth to that. But I've also seen this mindset cause a lot of entrepreneurs to not be wise stewards of their money. Yes, you can always make more. Money is not a finite resource. But let's face it, numbers are black and white. Either you have the cash or you don't. And as you'll see in this episode, I'm definitely not saying never to invest at all. Risks are a necessary part of business. But I am going to share my personal opinion on finances and investing, the intentional decisions that I've made that helped me to make sure I was using my resources wisely, and how that set me up for success in the future. I'm also going to share about the tool I use that really helped me to get to that place of using my resources wisely. So with all that being said, let's go ahead and dive on in. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, You aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Hey friends, so before we dive into this episode, I just want to take a moment to make sure that you're aware of this resource that I've created for you. So content creation, it's a lot of work, right? First, you've got to decide what to post about, then you've got to outline it. Next comes your rough draft, then your edits, and a second edit, and then more edits, and then you finally got your final draft. But then you still have to format it, create and choose the graphics and images you're going to use, and then finally you can schedule it. But that doesn't even include any of the work you have to do once it's out there for the world. It's exhausting, right? Now, you already know that I am all about using batching to speed this process up. But I kept hearing from y'all that the actual creation process also just takes a really long time for you. So I created a free audio training for you. Eight tips for faster content creation. 
This training is all about the actual writing process and how you can speed that along. And as always, it's really quick to listen to, learn from, and implement. If you're ready to speed up your content creation process, head on over to amandawarfield.com forward slash resources. Again, that's amandawarfield.com forward slash resources to snag that free audio training. Hit pause, get your hands on it, and start simplifying the content creation process. And then, of course, you can jump right back into this amazing episode. So I want to preface this by saying that I do believe in investing in your business. I think that education is super important. I think that having a coach or a guide is incredibly important. And I really believe that we can't do this entrepreneurship thing solo. But there's also a lot of marketing out there that ties the worthiness of a business to how willing they are to invest. That investing a ton of money means that you're more worthy of success than others. And my unpopular opinion is that numbers are black and white. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't take risks and make investments in your business. As I'm recording this, Russell and I are getting ready to make a pretty scary investment risk in the business. But... You need to use those black and white numbers to decide how worthy that investment is. And I think that if you're going to invest in something, especially something that's high ticket, you need to be pretty darn confident about that return on investment, that ROI. I also want to say that when you are starting up a business, there are kind of two different experiences There are some entrepreneurs that they get started and they start a business because they know exactly what they want to do, who they're going to serve, and how they're going to serve them. And they are ready to jump off the deep end from the beginning. There are other entrepreneurs that are throwing spaghetti at the wall. They have an idea of what they want to do and how they want to serve, but they're not really super confident. They don't know exactly how it's going to work out. They just know that they are supposed to be starting this business. And that was me. I felt incredibly called to start a business. And I knew that I wanted to help women get away from overwhelm. But I did not have a full picture. I did not have all the details. And I very much threw spaghetti at the wall. I was in the spaghetti throwing phase of business for two years for a long time. But again, I've got some clients that are starting their business and they are full steam ahead, super confident. They know what they're doing. So this whole idea of investing is kind of really going to depend on what path you're on there. Whether you are confident and you you know you've got a firm foundation or whether you are not totally sure what you're doing and you're throwing spaghetti at the wall. Again, I was a spaghetti thrower. And before I share how I've dealt with investing in my business, I want to just disclaimer, I'm not a financial coach. I'm not telling you how to spend your money. I'm simply sharing what I've done and what has made sense for me in these different steps of business and different phases of business. So when I was in that spaghetti throwing phase, I was really intentional about not spending money that the business did not have. Obviously at the very beginning, Russell and I had to put some of our personal finances into the business, right? I tried to do with as little as possible to get up and running, but there were some costs initially, things like a website and all of that. Although at this point, I would honestly argue that I probably didn't need the website quite yet, but that's another episode. But my goal was to spend as little money, as little of our own personal money as possible. And so for the first two years, I really didn't make any investments in the business. Well, for the first year, I should say. About a year after I finally sold my first course, I made around $1,000 and 
when the business had money, I then took the money the business had made and continued to invest. And that's when I invested in education. And that's when I invested in a membership. That is when I invested. And by that point, I had a better idea of what I was doing and I was better able to dive into the education that I was investing in. And because it had taken me so long to be able to invest, I made sure that I was fully immersed in everything that I did. And that catapulted me to this year where I have where I've increased my revenue by 1300%. And I've been able to set up a solid foundation in my business, which has now led me to this point of now I'm ready to make riskier investments because I know my business is on solid ground and I know that I'm making consistent income. But until I felt sure that my business was going to be able to sustain any purchases that I made, I very much stuck to spending only what my operating expenses were. When I first started my business, I read the book Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. That's going to be today's book recommendation because I highly, highly recommend it. I know I've recommended it before, but it set my business finances up for so much success because from the very beginning, I was only spending money that I had made, that I had set aside for operating expenses. And then I was also setting aside money for taxes from the beginning. I was also paying myself from the beginning, but I wasn't throwing money at things that weren't going to help me because I had to be so intentional because I could only spend what I'd set aside for operating expenses. I refused to invest in anything that I did not know for sure was going to give me a return on my investment. Now, the membership community I invested in last year after I made that $1,000, that was scary. It was $150 a month and I knew that it was gonna eat through my operating expenses pretty quickly if I didn't make any ROI, right? Which I did and it ended up being great. But at the time, even though I had the money in the business account, I was scared. But the numbers were there. They're black and white, right? Are the numbers in that account or are they not? They were, so I was able to make that investment. Now we're getting to a place of, okay, I'm making consistent income. And even still, my goal is to make investments that the business itself can sustain purely with operating expenses. The numbers are black and white and there can be some shades of gray now that I've started making consistent income. But I highly encourage you to pay attention to what you're bringing in and not spend more than that. Your business should be able to support you And your business is not any less worthy of succeeding and it's not any less likely to succeed because you're intentional with your investments. What's going to make your business succeed is your hard work, your intentional work, your intentional efforts to grow and set up that foundation in your business. And yeah, there are plenty of businesses that are throwing expenses onto their credit cards because they believe that if they throw money at their business, they'll make more money because they're investing in these different things. And they're not necessarily wrong, but you are going to be a lot less stressed out if you're only spending money that you can afford to spend. You're going to be a lot more able to make intentional decisions about what you're selling and when. And you're not going to feel this pressure of, oh my gosh, I have to make money because I've got this credit card bill coming in. You're not going to feel that pressure if you make smart, intentional decisions and you look at numbers as black and white. Again, I'm not telling you not to invest in your business. I'm not telling you to never take risks. I think you have to, to be a business owner. 
I just want to remind you that your worthiness is not tied to throwing $15,000 on a coach. Your worthiness is not tied to how much you're willing to invest and your business's success is not tied to that either. This week's action step is to make a plan and decide where you would like to invest and work towards that. If there's a coach you want to work with, make a plan. Decide you want to work with him or her and start saving for it. Absolutely. If there's a program you want to invest in, a mastermind you want to join, a membership community you want to join, I'm not saying don't invest. You need to invest in your business. But I'm saying look at the numbers you actually have and save for it. Decide how much you're willing to spend from what you already have. Decide how much risk you're willing to take and what's a smart risk. Decide those things and then make the most of it. When you join a membership community, go all in, show up, be there. That's how you're going to get the biggest return on your investment. Connect with the other women or men in your group. When you invest in a coach, follow what she says, do what she tells you to do or he. I keep saying she, I mean, whoever, but follow what they tell you to do. Do the homework, follow the steps, do everything they tell you so that you can make the most of what you've invested in. And then again, this week's book recommendation is Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. I highly recommend. I cannot tell you how much I recommend this book. I'm so glad that I happened to find it towards the beginning of my business because I'm not sure I would have made because it really helped me set up the way I did my finances for my business so simply and so easily. And I see other entrepreneurs talk about the stress of finances and tax time constantly and I don't get it because I had this book from the beginning. So highly recommend that. And until next time, I hope that you'll go out and uncomplicate your life in biz. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you love most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.